Hey there, welcome to the Multifamily Mix, your go-to blend for all things multifamily. Equal parts apartment marketing and retention with a generous splash of encouragement, my friend. Ready to shake up the multifamily world? I'm Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing here to serve up ideas and innovations. Time to mix things up. Let's do it. This is going to be kind of interactive. As y'all see, we're excited that you guys are here. Our members, our Sprout members have submitted questions ahead of time. We're going to give those priority, but we want you all to drop your most pressing social media challenges throughout. Merce, what are you hearing from our members when it comes to social? So I feel really fortunate. I get to work with our members on a one-on-one kind of welcome calls, teaching them how to use our membership. But I like to always have a conversation with them about what their challenges are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like time and time again, I'm hearing it's social media. It's a struggle. They feel feel a little bit overwhelmed sometimes, don't know how to really start or get into it. So I feel like this is very timely and very much needed. I hear it in the DMs too. So maybe maybe we can pop up everybody here. If you guys are feeling the same way with social, let us know because I think this is, you know, this is a lot. If you're on site, you're juggling so many things. And then to also be this like marketing agency is really a challenge. So I want you first to kind of think about social media and your website and how people find you. I like to relate it this way. I think social media is, or I think your website is kind of like mom and dad. Right. Mom and dad teach you the ways of the world. They put the rules down and it's business. So when people want to know the, you know, specifics about your, you know, specifically about your community, they're going to go here and they're going to look at your website, your floor plans, your policies, all of that stuff. Now, I think social is like the crazy aunt or uncle. And I am sorry to say that I play that role for Marcy's children. Yes, she does. And my kids love her for it, as you can tell. Sometimes I say things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I forget that I shouldn't give them all the details and all the information. But in a way, that's what social is, right? It's the fun aunt and uncle, the behind the scenes of the real personality of your community. So when you think about social, it can get so overwhelming. I want to pull that layer back for just a second. And I want you to think about it as something that can actually be fun and it can actually be social. Right. So think about it like that. And now what's our plan for today, Mars? So we're going to talk about all of the challenges that we received from you guys, from, from our members. And we're going to talk about a framework that I think you're going to really love. It's about, it's designed to transform your online presence and it's only in three steps. Okay. So so this is our power of three framework. And this, I want to set this up before we answer some of the most common questions. When it comes to social, there's three goals and they really do work together. So the very first thing with social is you just want to capture that attention. And that is harder and harder to do, especially because we know that so many people are just vying for that attention. Right. We're getting so much thrown at us every day. We're literally inundated with that type of, you know, constant bombardment. So the first goal is how do we just capture attention? And then the second piece of that is after we've got captured attention and somebody has decided to follow our, you know, our feed, how do we build trust? And that trust is honestly the longest, I would say, less sexiest niece. Attention, right. you can get it in a lot of different ways. And we'll share some of those strategies. Mm-hmm. That trust factor is about showing up consistently. It's about having a brand that aligns with what people are interested in. It's about staying relevant. And to me, more than anything, the consistency piece. Of course. Yes. Okay. We've all had people like post and ghost. And I think we've all been guilty of that. But again, that trust happens. Think about a good friendship, right? If 
your friend shows up consistently and you know how they're going to react and you know how they're going to respond for the most part, you trust that friend because they're consistent. Well, social is like the same way. You have this platform where it's a lot of different interactions, a lot of personalities. Now your brand is going to stand alone. It's going to grab attention. It's going to build trust over time. That trust eventually leads to the step three of that framework, which is influence. We were talking about this before, Merce, and how is it for you? Like what accounts or what is it that they do that influence you? Well, it's definitely, it starts off with, I follow someone because I did get they they grab my attention, but the consistency, of course, it doesn't happen overnight, but it's just they're always showing up. And then you kind of connect with them in that way. And you feel like, wow, I trust this person. And I feel like I, what is it that they're buying or what is it that they're selling? And you check in and then you really gain that influence there. And what's interesting for me is I've had a similar experience where it takes a little bit of it time does. to align. And then sometimes they share something, one or two things. And all of a sudden I'm like, I love that. I love that connected. Or some people do such a great job at hitting the pain point. And I'm like, this is so in alignment that I immediately get there. So when you think about that, that influence actually can happen in a lot of ways. But the first step, the preceding step is that trust factor. You're usually not influenced by somebody that you don't trust. We've had that happen where you're influenced and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that wasn't what I wanted it to be. And that's a turnoff for whoever that creator is. So one of the questions that came in right now um, from Sarah was that she's asking, like, what kind of content, right? We're going to dig into that. But you're not boring. No. Nobody (laughs) is boring. And I want to just say, I want to frame this up by saying in a world where AI is about to get crazy and very little original content is, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot of iterations of that. Your boring self in your mind is actually going to be interesting to people. There's people that I look at. Now, I know we're talking specifically to our communities, but I want you to think about your community almost like a person, like that right. that brand that you're following. You're going to want to start to tease out the behind the scenes of what it's like and the right people will align with that. Right. Okay. So let's kick it yeah, off. Let's go ahead and jump into our questions. The first one is from Tina, and I like this one. It's, what are the most effective social media platforms to get the word out? Okay, so I think this is a great question, and I want to start by saying that there's a variety of platforms in my experience, and again, my experience is limited. We work with hundreds of property managers, and we also do our own social media, but we're always iterating and trying new things. So something that might work for me or a different community may not work for you, Experiment mindset, first of all. But first, I want to say the three main platforms I'm seeing really converting is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And it's kind of for a wide variety of communities. You know, Instagram is so visually uh, appealing that a lot of people really like that. Facebook, though, still has a huge community. The OGs, there's a huge demographic that just enjoys that platform better. Right. Yes, I I feel like don't ever discount Facebook. It's still where it's at. And TikTok is um, definitely gaining steam and gaining momentum. But again, it's like, is that your audience? So here are some things that I want you to consider when you're trying to decide what platform. It's first of all, where are your current residents at? So you could easily pull your residents, maybe at your next event or when you're doing a social media, even a social poll. Where are you at? I will say if you pull them on social, most of the times they're going to be on the platform that you're pulling them on. So I think doing it in a different way, whether it's at a resident event, also incorporating some sort of pull with your prospects. Like, are you on a social platform or what is your favorite social platform? 
I think that's a great way for them to share just real honest feedback. And then my next thought is, where do you like to hang out? Because we're going to really double down on how consistency is so important. If you hate a platform, you're probably not going to be there. So for me, I would say like I am on LinkedIn, but I'm not as regular and consistent on LinkedIn as I am on Instagram, simply because I love the Instagram vibe. That's just my community. And I've connected with so many of you managers there. But I'm slowly getting into LinkedIn, but I definitely can see that my consistency correlates to the platform I like. So see where your current residents are, see where your prospects are, see where you are. And I think that's where you're going to have to melt your strategy and then see where you're at with capacity. Right. I like all of those points. Now, there's a little sub question here okay. too. How often should we be posting? This is such a great question. And I think that really depends on, again, capacity. So what it is, is, you know, that the algorithm is going to reward consistency. So what can you do with regularity? There was a property manager like a few months back that was like, my owner wants me to post three days a week, three, three times a day. And I just cannot keep up. And I said, of it's course, a full-time job. it's a full time job. So I think it's like, I would rather you start smaller and saying, I'm going to post three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, get that under your belt for a month and then layer on additional posting to your schedule instead of posting and ghosting. I love that. So it's these little steps that you have to just do consistently and then build upon that. Exactly. And then I think something else that I'd like to share is some of you are probably posting, but you're also having a third party that's helping you post. So for example, our company, we do Sprout Social Assist. And I always call that like the insurance of your social media. You know, 12 posts are going out, they're hitting certain categories, but then you're filling in the live real day-to-day stuff. If you have a situation like that with a third party partner, that's a great way to slowly start weaving in that more live, more raw, interactive content. How many of you on this webinar are responsible for posting yourself? Let's just kind of get those comments in as we tackle our next question. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Okay, so the next question is by Melissa. She says, how can we improve social media engagement and create a captivating platform? All right, so let's dig into that one. I think when you think about social media, First of all, observe your interaction. So Marcy, how do you interact with like, are you a big commenter? Are you a big interactor? You know, actually, when I first start following someone, I'm not. I'm not until I feel Same. like I'm connecting with them. And then I will. I will maybe like if they ask a question, I'll respond or I'll like their post. But at first, I kind of don't. I'm kind of that lurker. Yeah. OK, so let's talk about that. Watch your own patterns. I am a lurker as well sometimes until I get really comfortable that trust factor with a brand or I feel they're super relatable. So it's okay that you're not always getting the engagement at the beginning. So a lot of you guys are yes. responsible. Look at you, Nicole, wow. Pat, Roxana, Jill. So many of you are doing this. So I want you to first just be put your marketing cap on and say, for the next week, I'm going to watch how I interact with other accounts. And then I want you to get comfortable knowing that a lot of people are looking at your account. That doesn't mean that they're interacting. Remember, the platform is designed to keep people on the platform. So what I'm seeing, and this might be sometimes hard to sell to ownership in terms of ROI, is there's not always a direct conversion from somebody seeing you on Instagram and then immediately going and applying to tour, you know, your community. This is a place where they're getting to know the vibe of the community, and it's just additional touch points that are helping to sell your community, your team, that retention effort, all of that, right? So I think really get clear on the purpose of social. 
then you want to baby step them into engagement. So that's where you say like, okay, guys, you know, you, you share a post and you say something like, what's everybody doing this weekend? Drop one emoji to let us know. Or give us a thumbs up if you're going to be at such and such event. Have you tried this New Mexican restaurant? Low barrier to entry. I love, I love the polls where they can choose yes or no or any of the options that you have there because that is a very easy way for them to start getting involved. So having lots of polls like that on your stories, I think, is a great way to start getting that interaction slowly. I think that's a great idea, Mars. Like a lot of the this or that. So like yes. Fridays, it's Friday and you can ask. So which one are you? Are you at home in your sweats and, you know, pajamas in front of a Netflix or are you night out on the town or right. something to that extent? Or it's like, would you rather that type of thing? Right. And I'm at I'm in front of Netflix. Me too. Me too. Whatever. <laughs> you're such a hero. So I want you to think of engagement as a baby step of engagement. So even when we got on here, I asked you guys where y'all were from because we don't you know, we we don't know who's on here. Not it's a, a way to connect. It's a way to connect, right? So those are the ways that you baby step in. But again, it's backing up and saying, how do I engage? And then that consistent posting and consistent themes. So improving your, your engagement. I like things like meet the team on Monday, meet the team Mondays or testimonial Tuesdays or resident spotlights. People need to see themselves in your content or they need to connect with you. And so if your engagement is low, this is where you can definitely get them to like kind of do an audit and say like, how real does this feel of an account? Does it feel like it's just graphics, you know, digital graphics and there's no people, you know, people want to connect with people. So we'll talk about a healthy blend of that. Right. And, and remembering that we're actually an extension of our community. So connecting with us is a great way for them to connect with the community. And we've seen this with us. The algorithm rewards consistency. So if you haven't been consistent, that's probably why your views are down. But in general, the average, only 6% of your audience sees a post. So it's okay to recycle content. It's okay to reshare things that you shared two weeks ago. Those are things that are totally okay. I think we might have some Q&As in the actual Q&A. Okay. So with that, I want to share one more thing. Instagram recently shared a new release, and I think this is a great way to think about content. And they said, think of your Instagram account as a TV series. So for those of us that, you know, love, you know, a certain show, you know when you're going to, like, you know when you're going to watch that show, right? right. On Wednesday, the you show look comes forward out, to you it. look forward to it. It might be a daily show or it might be a show that comes out once a week. Mm -hmm. Instagram is going to reward that level of consistency. So something that Marcy and I are testing is posting a reel on our Instagram at 12 o'clock every single day. We're still kind of yeah, we're we're starting this. Not just, this is yeah. the messy, the messy middle for us right. too. We we're testing it. It's trial and error. And you can check us out at Sprout Marketing on Instagram if you're not. But think about it as that TV show, and it kind of builds. People are going to want to binge your content. If think about when you find someone that you like or an account that you like, you go back and I've you done scroll. that. Yes. Yeah, you're, and you're like at all their posts, all their reels. You're yeah. like, this is so great. And some of their best stuff is some of their earliest stuff. Right. The best creators know we're getting a new audience all the time. So adding different things and resharing things, it's totally okay. So think about it as your TV show. Are you going to be like a Today Show that comes out every day? Are you going to be one that comes out a couple of times a week or maybe just on a certain day of the week? That's up to you, yeah. right? All right. So what's next, Mars? I can navigate okay. if you want to. So now that we're going to the third question, and we're going to kind of combine two questions here, but let's start with Hannah. She say, 
She says, we've started managing our social media in-house. Any tips? And Avery also said, how can we find content to post regularly? So it's kind of hand in hand here. All right. So first, I want to share a free resource. I'm going to go here and share my screen. When you guys go to trysproutfree.com, we have put together a free sampler of our membership. You can actually fill out your information here. And then what you will see is, let me show you guys first, and we're going to go into this in depth. You can print out a planning calendar pack. You'll see why it's so important in just a second. There's also a ton of resources, but I want to show you there's a couple of social media captions, plus some graphics that you can customize in Canva. This is what our Sprout members get every single month. So the very first thing is just find resources like Sprout. There's others in and out of our industry. If you are a member, I want to encourage you to go to the planning section, and that's where you can get your calendar planning pack. Now, guys, when you download this calendar, the reason I'm making such a big deal about it is because you're going to see that there are specific categories. Now, for those of you that are on and you are Sprout members, you know that we have content for you every single day of the month. So if you go here, you can click on any day and there's a caption for you to, oops, there's a caption for you to customize, which is fantastic. You can also do it as the day by day. So for those of you that are not Sprout members, the day by day post allows you to pick any one of the graphics shown. You can copy this caption and then we make it Mad Lib style where you customize it for yourself. Right. You also have matching Instagram stories. We have sometimes reels in here, TikToks, different things like that. The point is these are starting points on those busy days where you don't have time, just copy and paste. When you want to take it a step further, you can make it even a little bit better. And what's exciting is for members, like you already have February and March. And by next week, you're going to have April as well. I have to say that whenever I'm doing a welcome call and I show our new members that they have a digital graphic and a coordinating caption for every single day of the month, they're mind blown. Are they? They're like, yes. so they love it. always saying that it has been so incredible. So this is the Sprout Marketing Membership. It's part of what we do. We help members with marketing and their flyers, but also their social media, their events and everything like that. Average, our, our members say that it helps them save 15 hours a month. But let's right. get back to social. So everyone can have a free calendar. And this is something that we put together to make social easier. So when you go to trysproutfree.com or you go to the planning page, you're going to see this is the social media plan. The reason this is so big is because we've given you actual content categories. So for Hannah and Avery, where it's difficult, I want you to really start thinking in terms of content categories. And what's really cool about this is this kind of gives you a starting point. So I'm going to actually, let's see, I'm going to actually dig in back to, where did I put that first? There we yeah. go. Okay. So I'm going to go here. And the biggest recommendation is creating a social media system that scales. I know you guys are on site. You have so much to do. Sometimes though, you have to just stop to put a process in place that's going to make you then be able to speed up. So these are the categories that we talk about in that calendar. For marketing, it's things like your discounts or your specials, encouraging tours, unique features, amenities, product spotlights, neighborhood features, tagging a business. Think of the marketing ones as all designed to drive leads or to drive traffic to your social. So social has to be this great blend where somebody doesn't feel like they're getting constantly sold to, but, they, but they're getting some of that, right? Because right. we have to. 
And then the retention piece is that get to know the team, welcome new residents, appreciate them, remind them, events, behind the scenes. The cool thing is that all those categories, they're creating content for you and they're, they're all selling. So when right. you resell to, to your residents, it's, it's selling to the person on the outside. Right. And I like how it's broken up here too, because when you just think marketing or just retention, you just might think for marketing, sell, sell, and sell. But no, there's so many little subcategories that you can really hone in on. Are you guys right now, when you're putting on, putting content together, are y'all using categories? Could you see where content categories are helpful? I want to show y'all next the way that I would organize this. So again, we're talking about building out a system. And what I would do here then is I would make sure to get all your ducks in a row. So the very first thing, if you're taking over is make sure that you have the, the content that you need, your community photos and any videos that have been taken before, neighborhood photos and videos, stock photos, and then any additional graphics or videos that you might need. My next step would be to get organized and I'm doing this in Google Drive, but you can do it in whatever platform. So you kind of see here, this is my social media prep. And it then goes into here are all your retention categories. So appreciation, meet the team behind the scenes, all the different things we talked about. You're going to do that for your big categories and then individual folders for the ones that we talked about below. What's neat about this is as you're starting to gather photos of your amenities, for example, you, everybody's just going to start like adding to it. It's right. a shared thing. And I think what's really important about this is it might seem like, oh, wow, this is a lot of folders here. But if you just do the initial setup, it's makes your life so much easier by having these already ready to go. And like Barbara said, you can have your team drop in things as they get more videos, photos. Yep. And, and I know that you guys have photos on your phone because <laughs> the one way to know you're a property manager is to look at your phone and see how many photos of your community inspections, your team, all of that right. you have. And so with that, if you don't want to do it in Google Drive, an alternate to doing that is to do it actually in your photo album on your phone. If you're doing it, it's not the easiest in terms of, you know, it's going to take up space. But I will say if there is a convenience factor if you're posting on the go. Now, to me, I would use a scheduler. So you love the yeah, one within Facebook. I do. So, and it's really easy. It's just through, I cannot think of the word, a meta business. Yes, a yes. business app. So it's a business app. But what's so wonderful about it is you actually can schedule out your posts at a date and time that you want it to go out. So if you maybe have maybe Monday is the day that you're going to schedule out your posts for the week, you could go into the scheduling app, put it at the date and time. And what's so wonderful is if you're both on Facebook and Instagram, everything that you post on Facebook can also go directly into Instagram and you can actually schedule them at different times as well. So if your audience on Instagram is just they are more likely to engage with you at around 6 p.m. And Facebook is at 9 a.m. You can schedule them each two or even on times. different, even on different days. So it's actually the app within Facebook. It's the I think it's the business meta business meta business. Yes. And what you need to do is you may, need to make sure that your community is set up as a business page. So then you'll have access to schedule. If you're struggling with that, we actually created a resource. So. If you're on here, I'll make sure to include a link to that when um, I send the follow-up email because it is a bit of a connection point. But once it's set up, to Marcy's point, I would say a lot of times don't schedule the same content on the same day. A lot of people hop and look at, you know, look at different platforms on the same day. We do, but you, but for the community, you could. It, um, it's not the worst thing in the world. You could also, though, literally just schedule it for a, a different day. And so there's a simple way to get your content to two different platforms. 
There's also other schedulers like Hootsuite and Meet Edgar. And there's, oh my gosh, there's so many. We can put a few of our favorites together. We've used Hootsuite and Meet Edgar a ton. What I like about those is you can actually save content and reuse it. You can organize inside of those apps, your content category libraries. It's a little bit more involved to set up, but it is a lot easier in the long run. So we love those. And then a lot of times you can also then post to other platforms through those as well if you're wanting to do a few other different things. So you can kind of find the one that works best for you and your community. Exactly. So let me go back to sharing our, here we go. Okay, so then catch the inspiration wherever it comes. You can have matching albums on your phone. So if you're out and about and you just see a beautiful picture of something in your community, something in the neighborhood, grab a picture, drop it in your album. You can create labels or folders in your inbox to match categories. Like let's say you see some really fun content that comes in your inbox, like in an email and you're like, I want to replicate this for social. Take screenshots, do the same thing there. Have an inspo folder, yeah. And then I would say as you're starting to pick a posting schedule, I love a good posting schedule. You know, you could do marketing posts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You could do retention posts Sunday, Thursday. Fun, relatable post Tuesday, Saturday. What's really cool for our Sprout members is they there's actually posts here that are like just for fun, notices. We try to do a really good mix of engagement and then also things like amenity features, outreach. And our schedule is to make sure that every single one of those categories is actually being showcased throughout the month. So you have this really healthy feed, which is really cool. All right, let's get into this one. Okay, so batching. This is really a good way to, like I mentioned earlier, if on Monday it's your day that you're wanting to really set aside some time to schedule out your posting and all your social media content at that time, make sure you set a time limit because it could get really easy to start on a task and it just takes so much time. Oh so yeah. definitely have set a timer, whatever it is, and only stick with that amount of time. Real quick, I was going to say, sure. <laughs> our Sprout members also, you get a Monday email that has the social posts for the week. So what we encourage you guys to do is set a few minutes on Monday. It literally takes 10 minutes if you kind of got a science down. The posts are there. The graphic is there. You can set up your scheduler in a different tab and then it's done for the entire week. Some of you like to do it for the whole month or for two months. You can do that as well. But right. it just is that is the batching principle. And it's really funny because like I, I mentioned before, I do work with a lot of these communities and some do it for the whole month. They take one day and they do everything. And others just do it every single Monday when that email comes to their inbox. So you can kind of tweak it to fit what you guys what just feel, what feels works. more convenient. Yeah, like if you feel like the quality suffers in terms of like, because for our captions, you do have to customize them a little to make them your own. We don't want everybody's to be the same. We want them to bring out the vibes of your community. So if you have a week and you're like, man, a week feels really positive and it feels like I'm doing good quality work, do that. Mm -hmm. So should we let them in on how you and I love to batch content? Sure, yes. Okay, so we love to always take new photos. And that to me is so important. Again, guys, you want it to be lifestyle photos of your community so people can see the behind the scenes of what goes on. It's a way that they can really connect with you and keeping it really fun as well. Yes. And also we want to make sure that we're filming videos. So think community clips or really team videos to me are so great. Oh my gosh, those are so great. Yes, I have a, a community that I follow on my actual personal page, not even my Sprout page. I just like the team because they always do videos introducing themselves or doing just some funny reels. And I just feel like they're a fun team to follow. So definitely include your team where you can. 
And I love when people tag us in their videos and their graphics and everything. So if you start doing some of this stuff, make sure you tag at Sprout Marketing. Right. And if you're batching, you can have a day where the team knows, hey, on this day we do videos. So we're going to be dressed up in a certain way or um, just so ready true. for video ready. And Marcy <laughs> and I joke because sometimes you're just feeling it. Yes, I know. And when you're not, don't push it because it feels it. like it's so pulling teeth when you're not feeling like it. I'll say it's a great team building activity. I'm following a lot of communities that are doing reels and TikToks, and I can tell that they are having fun. I'm going to include yes. in the follow-up a couple of accounts that I just love. So we love a mix of doing graphics, like really professional within a mix of people. I think it has to feel real. It has to feel engaging. And that's a really neat thing. So I want to jump on a couple of other things that are not mentioned in here. And I just want us to look at each other and talk about this for a minute. You want to establish a workflow. Who's responsible for what? Who's double checking the content if you're going to do that? And then when, what's the plan? So I think if you have someone that is really great at social already on your team and it's going to be an in-house thing, make them accountable for that, but still have weekly check-ins. How are things going? How are things, you know, where, where are we needing to, to make some changes? Right. How much time is it taking, right? Because yes, social is important, but we can't let it take up our entire day or else it becomes counterproductive, right? This is a way to nurture residents, you know, kind of nurture the leads of prospects, but it's not our full-time gig. We've got a lot of real life people standing in front of us. So don't forget that. And then educate your team, you know, get them on webinars like this, get them on, get, send them to different, you know, things where people are learning different tips and tricks. And this is going to be so, so helpful for them. Yes. And I like what Barbara said, too. If there's somebody who loves social media, they're going to be more consistent because they actually like doing this. So let them run with it. And of course, like she mentioned, put things in place that they are accountable. But yeah, because if you have somebody who loves social media, like I love social media. And Marcy does a lot of our social. Right. So she I doesn't do the videos that I that, that I do because no. we just do a couple of different things. But it's been that's actually a great example of how we have worked really hard together to build our social right. Creating that partnership. Okay, guys, drop any social media questions that we're not answering. We still have a, a few to go. Yeah. Someone asked about the difference between retention and social media. So I'll quickly share the social media portion of our membership is really kind of a neat deal because it gives you those day by day posts. So I'm going to show you guys really quick. Well, you guys saw this. The social media memberships gives you access to a month to two months in advance of social captions and graphics that you can make your own. Then the retention membership is our other framework that we use for resident retention. So that gives you the Sprout Monthly Magazine where inside there's always events that you guys can put together at your community. So not only are the ideas in here for events, renewals, retention, all of that stuff, but all of these can then be accessed in your in Canva and they can be customized. So for example, you'll see these are some fun graphics. You can then open it up in Canva. And I won't derail here, but I do want to show y'all there's a bunch of different graphics here that you can use for social media as well as for your events. So our whole membership is about helping you guys with not just, you know, your social media, but your resident retention, your marketing, and the all access membership that's the highest membership gives you absolutely access to everything. Plus, full circle. Yeah, plus our search all designs. This will take a minute to load because our internet, but this basically gives you 10,000 different designs for anything that you can need. It was created by those of us that have been on-site property managers for all the notices, events, 
newsletters, renewals, all that kind of stuff that you guys need. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out at watchyourbusinesssprout.com. Okay, so let's jump to the next one. Okay, right? we've got a couple of that. How do you recommend bringing a stale social profile back to life? Start posting, start engaging. If this is, you could either, if you want to start fresh, I'm not saying that that's not a, that's, that's an option. I think what I would do is I would just revive it by these things that we've talked about, put a system in place. Right. I agree. Just start. I know it's nerve wracking sometimes because maybe you haven't been doing it. You feel like you just haven't posted in a long time. Start today if you can. Samuel, give me a little more details on getting photo video content without being on site at a property. So are you with the management company? Are you on the supplier side? Give me a little context and we'll jump to that one after this. Okay. Okay. Let's answer Andy's question. She said, what are some tips for building our Instagram and capturing resident events? This is a good one. This one. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> Instagram has released some amazing to- tools. I wish yeah. I could show you this, but Marcy and I were looking at this earlier. So mm-hmm. if you go to your Instagram app, make sure that it's updated. Add your little plus sign. What's really cool is when you go to the reels, there's now something called a club, a clip hub where you can get all this pre like fun memes, pre done videos that you can stitch together. Like, so I could say like, oh, what it feels like when somebody that, like leases the last apartment that you wanted to look at. And then it could be a picture of like Jim Carrey and uh, Dumb and Dumber, you know? Right. Like you can easily stitch together some sort of content. There's also a ton of templates on here. So if you're doing video reels, all you have to do is it'll tell you, you need four videos, drop them in this order or three, photos plus a video and that's pretty cool i do love that especially because on my personal account if you're posting you know very regularly sometimes it'll come up with a template with all your best photos and really the work is done for you and so you can just add music to it and like barbara said a meme and then it really makes it personal and fun so extending the life of your events by sprinkling content out i think one of the biggest mistakes i see on social is we don't take enough photos our events and we don't really make them like the double triple win so i have a little something that i share often as a property manager and as a former property manager i know how valuable like your time and your attention is the most valuable thing leasing to all of you on site y'all are so valuable so if anything that you're gonna do get a threefold return on it so you're gonna do this event and then you're gonna use all of those photos for the next two to three months of content. Not every day, obviously, but let's say on Thursdays, you show back pictures of your event and you come up with a fun caption or you use one of ours. We always have event caption. Then you're showcasing different aspects of the event. It can be anything, setting up. It can be the team. It can be how many people came. It can be a video where it's like a boomerang. Literally anything. People love behind the scenes. I know I do. I love seeing like the setup of an event or the team getting things ready. Those are so fun and and an easy way to connect and show your personality too. So there you have it. You have a post for your, you have your initial event that's building that retention. Then you have social content for weeks to come. I would also then use it in my newsletters over the next few months. Like here's one of the aspects we love. We don't do enough storytelling of why do we do these events in the first place? Guys, people are lonely. They're looking for connection. Even if they're not showing up, remember the lurkers on social sometimes are also the lurkers in real life. Give them a low barrier to entry. Do a grab and go. Marcy and I do every single month a podcast webinar on events for the month. And we give you little ideas on how to sprinkle those things out. So keep dropping those questions if there's anything else. I'd also say 
when you're building out your Instagram, when you can tag other accounts, you can share other content that's relevant. So it could be decorating accounts. It could be lifestyle accounts. Just be conscious of sharing that and you can expose yourself to a larger audience. Businesses, cross-promotion is huge because then you're getting their eyeballs on yours as well. Right. Okay. I like Isabella's <laughs> question. <laughs> so good. I know that one I loved. How can we enhance our social media presence despite great reviews and no leasing issues? I'm like, Isabella, is this a problem? Marcy and I wrote that and we're like, do we even add this? No. I'm going to jump on this one quickly and I'm going to say this is, first of all, a great problem to have. Use it to your advantage. Make sure this is, a, you know, most of us, we think about social when our occupancy is low or our ownership is telling us we need to be posting. So I would say use this time to share those reviews. Share the success of why your occupancy is so high. Everybody wants to live here. This is, you know, we only have two units left for real, you know, that kind of stuff. So enhancing your social media presence, you're going to go more to the retention game. But remember that when you're doing that kind of content where it's showing real people living life, really experiencing your community, all that's going to do is when you need it as a sales tool, it's already going to have been built out for you. So you don't want to do it in the desperation moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that one. That was We're like, is that really a problem? <laughs> okay, on to seven. So these are our last two questions that got submitted here, but they go hand in hand, and it's just because they refer to a brand new Lisa. Yep. So let's start with Stacy's question, and we'll piggyback on Corinne's here. But Stacy wants to know any advice for launching social media for a new construction Lisa. I love this question because if you're a distressed asset, I would almost say follow my same advice. Okay, so consistent branding across the platforms. If you're trying to revive an old account or you're a brand new launch, I want to focus on what um, Stacy said specifically about launching. I would say make sure that your branding is consistent across all platforms. So if I see you on Facebook and then I see you on Instagram and then I see you on TikTok, I know it's you, whether it's by personality, it's your colors, your logos, whatever. That's one big thing. Use this time to gather assets. That system you saw in Google Drive and our photo albums, this is the time to do that because you're about to be getting renderings, floor plans, photos of the neighborhood. That's the kind of stuff. Organize it while you're in this mode. And then launch campaigns. Create countdowns to, you know, the grand opening. Highlight as new things are coming. Before you're, you know, your CEO, make sure that you're teasing out all that stuff. You want to build that anticipation. A hundred percent. So this is, you actually, you cannot have too much content. Like literally nothing is boring. Think <laughs> about it. You're producing a TV show. You are Chip and Joanna Gaines. This is a behind the scenes look at your community. So the launch part is really gathering the assets, making sure if you have branding, that that branding is going to come to life. A lot of times you get, you get a brand book, but it doesn't tell you the tone. Right. So get clear on the tone. Are you going to be friendly? Are you going to be silly? Are you going to be super professional? What's your vibe? And then make sure that you're creating that across the board. Yeah. And let's go into Corinne because it, okay. it really does piggyback on that. She said, we need ideas for social media and outreach marketing for our new construction lease up. What works? Okay. So this is great. I think I mentioned it earlier. I think about Chip and Joanna and the empire that yes. they've built. But when you watch Fixer Upper, they literally were going from the like all the different pieces. And I want us to put on the movie producer hat. I know that's sometimes hard to do, but what you're going to do in this lease up is you're going to say all of these different phases and this timeline, what are the things that I want to highlight and how do I want to tease it out? This is a great time for you to do polls, to do, you won't believe, but love when you build anticipation and leave a cliffhanger. 
we just got a new amenity, you know, delivered. Can you guess what it is? Three clues, right. you know, fun things that like idea. that. Yeah. So think about that. And then, so tease out the process, outreach, your word of mouth will support your word of mouth. So when you actually go outreach marketing, go, hey, we're checking out, you know, Pam's patio kitchen. We're going yeah. over here to Julio's kitchen, you know, everybody's kitchen. I'm obviously hungry. <laughs> I wrote a bunch to eat after this. <laughs> So highlight those things and let that outreach also then support, tag the business, encourage them to interject. And you know, Barbara, that is actually what someone asked if we have any suggestions on how to encourage local business participation in our events and socials. This is a great way to try to cross market offering. Okay. Yeah. So I think with that, it's like, I think you have to hit the right mark. Mom and pops are going to be usually a lot more open to helping because they need that exposure that what's in it for them, I think, as easy as you can make it for the businesses. But I say court them. Court them online first if they have a social present and start doing little things like tagging. So I'm going to use Pam's. Marcy and I, it's a restaurant in San Antonio so we love. Good. So, for example, I might take a photo of a couple of different things. Like maybe we go to lunch there as a team and I'm like, we're going to get a bunch of different pictures while we're there. Food, friends, everything. And I start tagging them. Have you guys tried the salmon tacos at Pam's Patio Kitchen? It's only two minutes away from Sprout Apartments. And this is my absolute favorite dish. Tag them and say, thanks, Pam, for making my Tuesday so much better. Something so simple, right? Then you do that every you know, week, every two weeks with something different. When you walk in the door and you go and you say, hey, I'm Barbara with Sprout Apartments. I am a huge fan. I literally come here all the time. And we've been highlighting you guys on social. We'd love to actually get you out in person for an event. We're going to have a grand opening or we're going to have this summer bash or this spring fling. Would you guys be willing to come out? We'll, you know, market you. Again, you've courted them. And I know, guys, this is where your capacity is. I don't want you to leave this webinar at all overwhelmed. If you take one idea and run with it, start with one. Build that presence with what you can do. Let's see. Local collaboration, partner with local businesses and influencers to reach a wider audience. I'm going to share real quick. I used to follow this, I still do, this blogger who's turned into a huge cookbook author. And she partnered with a high-rise apartment in Houston, Texas, and she started hosting a lot of her different events there and always would tag that community. And so it worked so well because she was now bringing her audience. So if you guys do have any local influencers or Mars, we even talked about like ambassadors at your community. Yes, that's a great idea. Get them engaged. Like ask them like, hey, what's your favorite place? Do you have any photos? Can you, do you want to do a guest post? Those are the kind of things you can do. Right. I love those. And those seem pretty easy to start implementing. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Two things. If you're a member in April, we're actually going to be doing a social media challenge together. So it'll be like a daily thing for you to do to uplevel your social and try to keep it so easy. You don't have to do it every day, but bonus points for doing it. And it's going to be me and you and Marcy walking through all of these little things together. So Sprout members, we're going to start that April 1st. And then if you're not a member... Well, what well, in the world? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you even waiting for? So let me show you guys. For those of you that don't know where you can find us, we are at Sprout Marketing on socials and we're at watchyourbusinesssprout.com. There are different solutions. We offer different memberships and branding services. We have a fun shop with things like leasing blueprints and property manager gifts. And then we have a weekly podcast. So However you want to connect with us, we want to stay connected with you. Yes, we want to connect. This has been, this has been great, guys. Did we miss any questions? This yes. is the speak now or forever but, hold your peace, friend. 
wow, this was, yeah, I got serious. Just got rusty, right? So I've escalated this. Mm -hmm. All right. Was this helpful? I really hope it was. Give me a, give me some validation. Tell me yes. this was helpful as this was. Is there an idea that you're going to implement soon? Maybe something that jumped out at you. Our goal is to really make this as easy as possible. We know that as on-site people, you guys are dealing with a ton of stuff. Right. And it's like, how can we continue to make this easier? So if we're going to drill it down, think about your three-part framework, right? Your very first one is you want to get attention, trust, and influence. You guys have been the best. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. I hope that we implement because we know that action without insight is useless. So we've got to take the action. Oh, thank you. Marcy. Thanks, Sarah. She walked in and I was like, I love this. I need this in my life. Oh, thank you so I'm much. I'm excited that Pat's going to put a system in place. Sarah, thanks for the sweet comments. And Haley and Jill, memberships range from 39 to 129. It's month to month. If you pay out of pocket as a manager, just email us at hello at Watch Your Business Sprout. We have a special sponsorship because my heart is with the managers. So we love you guys. There was another question. Do you have a Google Drive template? I don't, but I will send you, I can do a quick Loom video so you guys can see how easy it is to do. I would say you're just mirroring the categories that are on that calendar. So Katie, Sarah, Roxana, all of you guys, we have lunch spending an, a little less than an hour with y'all. I know everybody's busy, so let's wrap it up. And we're going to put this on repeat on the multifamily mix podcast that comes out on Tuesdays. So make sure that you, that you check that out on iTunes and Spotify action, or I'm sorry, insight without action is useless. I say that that's my little catchphrase. <laughs> so insight, when we take information, but we don't take action, it's useless, but together that is the winning combination. So friends, thank you for this time. We know it's valuable and we just want to say We'll see you next time. I hope we do this again, right? Yes, we have to. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. So that is a wrap on today's multifamily mix. Keep shaking things up at your community, your career, but more importantly, keep shaking things up in your life. Until we mix and mingle again, friends and Marcy, see you next week. Bye, guys.